but therein lies the seeds of its own destruction. It's no accident that it's in the, the rich West that belief is going like that. It's everywhere else in the world that belief is on, is on the rise. <laughs> Thanks for your introduction. Um, you started off your lecture by saying that um, our education system in many ways doesn't equip our students to answer some of life's biggest questions. But in your opinion, right, what is it about a Christian education that's worth valuing? Well, It depends what you mean by a Christian education. Um, if you mean uh, a sort of education that the best Christian schools give, church schools, so imbuing an actual belief in and love of God, Christ and his teachings, well, that, for any believer, is the greatest possible blessing that can be bestowed. Um, but you can only do that in a church school. You, 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 you can't do it in a state school. But the next best thing, when you've got wide-eyed children in front of you, is to teach them how to think. I mean, that, that, what, ideally, that's what education is. It's, it's not to equip you to get a high-paying job it's, it, or get into the best social circles. It's to teach you how to think and equip you how to think. So, in a state school, I'm thinking off the top of my head here, at some stage, maybe in early high school, I reckon, I don't see any reason why in science class, or it doesn't matter which class it's in, this question could be posed to the students. Um, boys and girls, where do you think where did the earth come from? And maybe a few smarties will say, well, it's a, it's a planet. You know, it was formed from dust in the early solar system. Yeah, oh, how long ago was that? Oh, um, a few guesses. Oh, it was actually it was about four billion years ago, scientists tell us. Gee, that's interesting. Um, and what about the stars? You know, how, does anyone know how old they are? And you get into a discussion of, wow, yeah. And then, and then you teach them, well, scientists actually tell us, scientists tell us, not, not the Bible, keep the Bible out of it for now, scientists tell us, um, all of this started about 13.7 billion years ago. That's a very long time ago. But it did actually begin at a certain point in time and let them think about that. Wow, wow. Now, how do you think it started? <laughs> now, if, if, if any teacher at any stage of my primary or high, high school time, life had opened a lesson like that, I would have been listening really quickly. With all the boring lessons I, we all sat through, I would have been listening and saying, well, gee, that's an interesting question. Now, and then, 
And then a a fair-minded teacher would say this. All right. Religious people believe... Well, again, you've got to divide up different types of religious people, but Christians, Muslims and Jews believe that God, a thing we call God, started it all. A higher being that you can't see. Other people say, um, we don't know and we'll never know just got to take it as a as a given some scientists say uh, yeah science we don't quite know yet but we're close and basically the universe makes itself because the, the laws of physics are such that matter is an inevitable creation of those laws and it's self-supporting that that's kind of the, as I understand it, the sort of Stephen Hawking, Richard Dawkins answer to the question. Um, so you you know you put you put the different and different religions. I think uh, Buddhists and Hindus Hindus uh, have an idea that there's no beginning. It's it, it's all an endless cycle. There's no such thing as time involved in it. Um, Okay, you just, you just get them thinking and you say, well, they're the answers that the greatest minds over the last 4,000 years have, have proposed. Think about it. We, here, we in Australia have brought up, we started as a Christian country, so most people believed in the God answer. But fewer and fewer people now seem to believe that. What do, what do you think? You know, here are some books you can read. Here, here are the arguments. That's the sort of lesson I've got in mind. Now, it would take a lot of goodwill, and it may be politically impossible, I fear, in this day and age, but that is the sort of lesson in an ideal world that I have in mind. Just to take one example. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Uh, as distinct from special religious education, which is what we call scripture. Yep. And it seems to me that what you've just been describing in that classroom mm. uh, would be GRE, general religious education. It seems to have fallen into disuse, yep. I suspect, for political, uh, ideological reasons, and because teachers are simply so ignorant. Majority of which uh, have no idea. 
if we tried the same thing even much more so with, with any sort of GRE, because culturally we've now missed the boat landing. So how do you propose to resolve that? <laughs> well, there's so many there's so many issues wrapped up in that in that question. One one is uh, the um, I don't disagree with you as to in practical terms what would happen if if we announced that from 2019 onwards my sort of course is going to be taught in state schools. You're right. Most teachers, as currently trained, would would not do it well. No doubt about it. It, it's, it, it would have to be like anything else in life, a long-term, a medium to long-term aim, and it would involve all sorts of things. One would be uh, a vastly different attitude towards the teaching profession itself. I mean, my personal view is teachers are ridiculously underpaid and under uh, undervalued by everyone except the children and the parents who, who know individual teachers. Um, we're not getting the best minds or anything like the best minds into school teaching. That's a huge problem and, and that, uh, that's part of it. Um, as I tried to answer the other chap's question, um, I'm not saying that this is the ideal. The ideal is a Christian education, taught by people who know it and live it. That's what a church school is supposed to be. But the reality of our country is that two-thirds of our children are taught in state schools, and you've got to start somewhere. So um, you just have to take it on faith. I would say that if, if an appropriate curriculum could be put together, it's just like any other subject. A smart person can bone up on it and, and teach it. Uh, we're talking here about facts, by and large, not um, doctrine. Yeah, we're talking about facts. Facts to do with history. Facts to do with science. Facts to do with... Well, it does become blurry here. Um, philosophy and, and, and even theology. It's not an easy task. No, no question about it, because 150 years of neglect can't, can't be cured quickly. No doubt about that. You're talking about Uh, so when you, have, when you move to science, GRE, yep. how, how, how do you achieve that in an educational setting? I'm not denying it is a Herculean task to, to, uh, for anyone to do that. It would take, it would take generations. It would, it, would take, it would take a major 
change in our culture. No question about it. Um, we might begin by at least doing a decent job in so-called church schools so that maybe if the example can be set by people who aren't, haven't got the political and other restrictions, the example can be set, good citizens keep coming out of these schools and perhaps enough people take notice, gee, you know, it is good that we've got some... This, this subject is taught as well, and I think that's the way to do it. Um, but I, believe me, sir, I do not underestimate the problems. Maybe it's a pipe dream. Everything's a pipe dream. All the, all the great reformers were scoffed at it in, the, in their early stages. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Your university operates as an educationalist <laughs> in a university academic environment. Uh, we've seen this year a little bit of discussion around universities, the role um, of Christianity in Western culture. There's been a proposal from an organisation called the Ramsey Centre mm. to propose a course uh, helping students understand uh, the nature and background and roots of Western culture. From your observation of Yeah, I was walking the other day through the main thoroughfare of Sydney Uni and a um, ragtag group of about 25 students were coming in the opposite direction with a, with a banner, lots of banners, some of them obscene. Um, the gist of it was, you know, keep Ramsey out, keep Ramsey out. Uh, it's terribly, terribly sad. Um, it's true that the resistance is mainly amongst the career academics, not even across the whole university, mainly in the humanities departments. Uh, so I think you, know, you, you don't want to tar everyone with the same brush. In, you know, the law, engineering, medicine and other departments, I don't think these views, these sort of viciously anti uh, Ramsey views would be held to nearly the same extent. Um, but certainly in those departments it's, it's strong. There's very little support that I can see amongst the student body for this. You know, this is a group of 20, <laughs> 25 at the most, uh, that they managed to cobble together. It's not like the, not like the Vietnam marches, you know, hundreds of thousands in the students are basically apathetic. The students don't know what they don't know. It, 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 they're so apathetic and ignorant that they don't get fired up about anything except, except their, 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 their marks, you know, except, except their, next, <laughs> their next pass. Um, that fight will be determined uh, politically as well. Eventually, what will happen is this. 
probably for the wrong reasons, eventually a university will accept the money. See, it's, it's hilarious. They've got three... The Ramsey Institute, for anyone who doesn't know about it, rich man died a few years ago and left $3 billion to this... They can't give it away. They're trying to, they're trying to give it to universities to teach Western civilization, and they can't give the money away. But eventually someone will take it. Eventually someone will take it. Maybe not at one of the big sandstone universities. They want Sydney first or ANU. They'll, a lesser university will take the money. The course will start to be taught. People will realise it's not, you know, they're not teaching some sort of uh, the end of the world and it'll kick on. I, I've ultimately got faith that that, that course will, will get taught. Mm. Mm. Um, I mean, I have a final or second last question. Hmm. Roy, did you try to find the uh, opportunity in your lessons at the university as a lecturer to bring up this subject? Yeah. Only very peripherally. Yeah, there's... When you're teaching the law of evidence, it's... Um, and court procedure, it's uh, there's fairly limited scope for it. But I have I have tried talking about, for example, the oath. You know, the origin of swearing an oath in court. Um, and the students are interested. That's the thing. That's what frustrates me more than anything. The students are in, are interested once once you intelligently raise these subjects. You know, it's 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 not the students' fault by and large. One thing I do do, I also write book reviews. For the Australian newspaper, and I've been doing that for ten years or so, and I, I just review non-fiction books, but on a wide variety of subjects, not, not just re, not just religion. And I always try and slip in a reference or two to Christianity, because you can get it in in, in, in any context; it's relevant to everything. And um, I could do it in law, but I'm I'm a, I'm a bit constrained by the academic rules. Yeah. I've got to earn a crust. I agree. Because that's our opportunity to be in relationship with people, to share Christ with them. Um, yeah, I guess I'm just interested in your thoughts on the balance between these things. It's a tricky dilemma, isn't it? Um, I always swore I'd never, never send my children to a, anything other than a state school. But I did in the end. Um, and the desire that they get some sort of Christian instruction was, was the number one reason. Um, I, I love your sentiment because it, 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 it's, it's, it's so true. It's, it's, and many people, of course, it's for purely economic reasons, just have to send their children to state schools. So in that way, there are plenty of Christians out there, but it's, it's, a, it's a shame. It is a, it is a shame that... Uh, Parents 
And it is your own child. You know, it is, it is, it's different when it's your own child. It's, it's, it's so easy to talk theoretically, you know, I want to I support, but when it's your own child, um, you just have to make the choice you, you think best as a, as a parent. Mm. What you most cherish. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> really appreciate you coming out this afternoon. I don't know if, if you feel like you got off the hook too lightly or uh, if we gave you a working over, but we really appreciate your thought. Um, if you'd like to uh, chat to Roy, you'll be hanging around for a little bit afterwards. Yep. He's got some books there. You can get your book signed if you'd like that. Also, hopefully, you would have received one of these comment cards as you came in. Uh, if you're visiting us, we'd love to hear from you, either about the forum or perhaps you'd like to hear about what we're doing in terms of the forums next year, the before next year, or perhaps something that Roy has said in relation to Christianity has provoked in you uh, a moment where you think, actually, I want to investigate what's behind what we've been speaking about this afternoon. And so we run a, a spiritual refresher course. It's called Christianity Explored. You can tick that box there. It's run over four weeks. I take people through the primary documents of the Christian faith, in particular the Gospel of Mark, and we look at it and we try and understand what the Gospel of Mark is saying about the person of Jesus and what Christian faith is. There's heaps of opportunity to ask questions. So if you're interested in considering that, why don't you fill that form uh, out that contact card and pop it in the white box just near the bookstore. Well, it is straight on six o'clock. Uh, hopefully, for those of us who do have children, they're fed and they're of, uh, you know, they've been relatively well, well behaved. Uh, thank you so much for coming. Uh, thank you for your interaction, and thanks for the opportunity that we have a as a church to discuss these ideas, because that's what we're committed to as a church. We're committed to thinking about how we can serve our community. We think that the Christian gospel has something very positive to say to all Australians. And so if you'd like to explore what it's like to be part of our church, we'd love for you to join us on either 9.30 in the morning or 4.30 in the afternoon every Sunday. Thanks so much for coming. I hope to see you next time. <laughs>